Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. Let's continue the bi-week blitz. We're talking to as many coaches that will get on the phone with me this week. Coach Chris Lamonis joins us, Mississippi State baseball coach. I don't have to be the one that tells tells you that last season was not what you wanted it to be. You were hoping for a bounce back. It, it didn't occur. I know in the moment of the season, you, 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 you struggle to find answers at times for why your team wasn't playing the way you thought they could. Now that you've gotten out of that season, now that you've had a time to, to think about it, to look back, why do you think it went wrong for you last year? <laughs> I may not still have the answer, but I do, um, you know, one, I think we went into last year, and I, I like our talent that we had, but we were young. And, uh, you know, we have a handful of injuries that first week or two, and I just don't think we ever responded back. You know, we had a little stretch in the middle where we got going, and we had, a, you know, lost an arm or two, and we just, you know, didn't respond. And, uh, you know, from uh, just X's and O's, it's probably the first year here that we didn't play great defense. And, um, you know, in this, this day and age of, the, you know, baseball, it's, you make a mistake or give up a freebie, the next thing you know you're looking at a big inning, and we looked at too many of them last year. And then we just didn't – we didn't command on the on the mound. I mean, I just think that's the biggest piece. And, you know, I like our pitchers. <laughs> you know, some of the guys that didn't have success last year I think have a chance to have a lot of success this year just from a year of experience. And experience in this league is huge. So um, we've watched some of our guys have a really good fall on the mound. And, you know, you got to throw strikes and play great D give yourself a chance and I feel like we'll do a better job of that this year. Well a big part of that is going to be Justin Parker the big addition to your staff. He, a guy who had a you know pretty good job. He's over at South Carolina that's an SEC school. That's a top job. No pun intended here coach but what was your pitch to him to bring him to Mississippi State? Well, I think as I went through it um, one it's Mississippi State. It's a premier program in the country um, And but I think as I went through this whole process it took me about six weeks I'm sure all y'all know because everybody was on pins and needles. Um, but the, the reality of it was I think he was watching our, our young group of players that we had, you know, and having the opportunity to come in and work with some guys and make them better. Um, we felt like we had a really good group in-house at the time um, that, that just needed to be a little bit better and be moved along. And I think that was the biggest attraction to him. The Colby Holcombs, the Nate Domes, the Durangelos and Lostons and, you know, having Auger back and Simmons back and Pico back, you know, it's just a lot of guys in there that give you, you know, give you, you know, a good feeling about, you know, moving forward with this program. And you mentioned all of those guys, and we know that it's not a talent issue with them. They've got the arm, they've got the velocity, they've got the ability to be great pitchers in this conference. And you mentioned it, you know, in your first answer that you just didn't compete and command on the mound the way you wanted to a season ago. Now that you've gone through the fall or you're going through the fall, are you seeing the improvements there that lead you to believe, okay, these are the guys who can make out an SEC rotation? Yeah, I do. I really do. You get, you're seeing the, uh, they've all, they're all better than they were last year, and they're all a little more confident than they were going in. They know what's expected in this league now, which is a big thing you know, in the SEC, but they, um, you know, I feel that with them. And um, I think Park's done a great job. He's been very hands-on, um, very, uh, I say, in your face a little bit. He's kind of with these guys every day, and, and there's no BS to him. So he is, you know, he'll let you know when he really likes something or he'll let you know when he doesn't. So 
I think that's been good for our staff. Our staff needs a little bit of an edge. You know, it's it's coming off of last year. You know, we need to we not only to think we're good, but they also have to they have to feel it. They have to see it, and uh, I think that's a big part that Park Park Coach Parker has helped them out with. We'll talk about the transfer portal because I want to talk about some of the new new faces on this team. But let's talk about a guy who went in and then came out and had probably had your your blood pressure up there for for about forty eight hours with Dakota Jordan. Just take us through what happened with him, the decision he goes to go in, and then the decision that he he makes to come back. What went into those decisions? Well, in this day and age, we, we deal with a lot of different factors. Um, you know, Dakota Jordan is a Mississippi State Bulldog, and um, you know, I, I think that's what came through at the very end is I, I want to be here. This is where I belong. He's been committed here since he was in the eighth grade almost. Like, I, I think that was the biggest piece and just, you know, had some influences from outside that felt like he should do that. And, you know, when he called, it shocked us, you know. But, you know, we get a, we get a call that night that he wants to go in, and then the next morning he calls, uh, calls back and I made a mistake and I don't want to leave, you know, and, uh, people think there's a lot of perceptions of why he went in and out, but it's you know, like I said, it's a lot of influence, you know, uh, outside influence on him. And I just you know, we're glad he's back. He's such a a, a great player, but a wonderful kid too. So um, you know, and he's at I tell him all the time he's the joy in our clubhouse. He barely rarely has a bad day, and always has a big smile on his face. Be honest, how much did you sleep that night between announcements? It was about, what y'all don't realize, it was about three or four or five days before. You uh-huh. know, so there, you don't sleep, uh, oh, we don't sleep a lot in the summer anyway, anymore. <laughs> you know, our summers have gone to, you know, you're, you're in the portal, there's a fire every day, you're worried about your own guys. You know, our, you know, we heard it from everybody all summer, sign guys out of the portal, sign guys out of the portal. What people don't realize is we're protecting, we're spending more time keeping our team together is what a lot of teams are doing. And we went out and got some good portal guys, but you're, you're having to make sure you keep your team together. You know, we had the number two recruiting class in the country last year, number seven this year, trying to get through the draft. Just trying to keep your team together is hard enough, and then figuring out the portal is, is tough. I mean, it's just a uh, – it is a – and, when you know, the bad dynamic for us is we didn't have a pitching coach for six weeks. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, that first wave of guys that went in the portal, you know, we didn't get a pitcher out of that because – you know, we didn't have a pitching coach. Just hard to do, you know. And so um, being able to come back around and pick up some good guys on the second wave was, was huge for us. Well, let's talk about those guys then. You've got some new faces, a couple of new bats, a couple of new arms, guys I would assume you hope can compete for spots in your rotation. What do you like about your new guys thus far? Well, the portal guys, I have, we have had uh, Cal Stevens has been really good for us. You know, he was the Friday night pitcher at Purdue last year. Had a really good year. Um, big physical kid with some, you know, low to mid 90s stuff and a strike thrower and a competitor. You know, we, we really like him. Carson Ligon, who was uh, one of the weekend starters the last two years for the Miami Hurricanes, has been in. He's been a little slower this fall in terms of because he took some time off. So we were, he's really not all the way ramped up. But, you know, it's another mid 90s arm guy who's been there. He's done it. He's mature. He's a competitive kid. Um, have a big left-hander in Nate Lamb, like six-five left-hander who, I think yesterday he was ninety-two, ninety-three, and he may have touched four, but he's been up to five before. Who is twenty-three years old, you know, and throws strikes. So we feel like we got, you know, we added some real arms there and those three guys. And then, you know, I think some of the bigger ones. We really had a push for Logan Kohler, our third baseman, came in from Memphis, and uh, 
you know, we felt like we needed a left-handed bat. We felt like we really had to improve defensively. And I think that was the piece that, you know, if you've been to our scrimmages, I feel like Logan has the yellow jersey on about every other day. Been really good defensively. And, it's, you know, he's been a 330 hitter with double-digit doubles, double-digit home runs for the last couple of years. And uh, we feel like he'll really help us. And maybe the surprise of the group has been Johnny Long, our, our catcher. You know, this summer we went ahead, we had to try to find a catcher, and Johnny was the starter at Pittsburgh last year. It was kind of a late addition, and uh, probably not a lot of fans there, but he's been really good for us this fall, and really pushing Ross and the other catchers. So those five guys out of the portal, have uh, they've all come in and kind of done what we need them to do at this point. One thing I think about winning baseball teams is they have a core. They have three or four guys that they know they can rely on. I think you have that with Hunter Hines, Dakota Jordan, David Mershon, and Ross Highfield. Rice Hallfield, I'm sorry. How good can that group be as a group? I know individually they can be outstanding players. How good can they be as that core of your team? Well, I think you got to add Bryce Chance in there. Okay. The Bryce Chance for it. Like I tell our guys, and it makes Hines and Dakota mad. If the game's on the line, I probably want Bryce Chance at the plate. They get mad at me all the time. But my Bryce is a you know a real core guy too. Um, it's good. I mean, they all got to play last year. They were all young players. I mean, I guess Hunter was the older oldest one, but. You know, now these guys have gone through the war, and they know what to expect. And uh, we have a really good group, very talented group, too. And that group is pretty much very athletic. They can defend, and then there's a, there's a power piece to most of them. You know, you've got some you guys in there that can really do some damage. And uh, they've been good this fall. They've played really well. You bring back three pitchers you mentioned the miss a minute ago, uh, Brooks Auger, Stone Simmons, and Pico Khan. I want to talk about sp- Simmons specifically because he was really, really good two years ago before he had that injury. Had to sit la- out last year getting himself back to full strength. With Aaron Nixon off to, the, to MLB, is he a guy you could see filling into that closer role, or is there, is there another role you want to see him uh, get, get into this spring? Well, I think he's going to be very big in that back-end role. You know, I think he'll close games. He'll, you know, in our world, sometimes it's winning the game in the seventh inning, you know, being able to run out there. But he is, he's been really good this fall. Um, you know, 90, 94, you know, four pitches for strikes. And it's just a mature kid, you know. So uh, I don't know how well he bounces back to say he's the everyday closer, which people didn't realize Landon Sims didn't bounce back real well either. Mm-hmm. So we would use Landon to win one game on a weekend and then, you know, until we got to Omaha, he didn't really pitch, you know, back-to-back days most right. of the season. Just, you know, he had been a starter his whole life. But Stone's kind of the same way. But I'm excited about that group. You know, you got Brooks Augers the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brooks Auger in our World Series was 94-96 to in his inning, you know, which is, you know, really good for him. He's still coming back, so there's some, you know, refining the breaking ball and things like that. But And then we brought in a... Really interesting kid. I don't know if you've seen him yet, but his name's Cam Schulke. Yes, I've heard about him. And, and Cam was the fireman of the year, won a national championship in JUCO. And the last two years, he was the uh, relief pitcher of the year in the Cape Cod League, which is a pretty good league. You know, and it's, I still debate with him. He says it's 12 pitches because it's over the top, sidearm, submarine. You know, he has, you know, but it's really interesting. And he's kind of your jam guy. He can close, he can throw three or four innings, he can come in and get you out of a jam. So we have some nice options back there. Yeah. What's the schedule going to look like for this team? I've seen the SEC schedule, and I mean, I know the SEC schedule is always going to be tough no matter what. But man, they did not <laughs> do you a lot, yeah, a lot of favors. They, uh, you know what? You know, I've looked at it some years and felt like it was going to be easier at times, and then those teams were hot, and we just 
we got a really tough road schedule, mm-hmm. you know, and a really tough beginning. You know, we got to fight through those first three weeks, and uh, you know, just just getting out there and playing good baseball. But it's why if you can get in at the end of the year, then you can. Who knows how far you can go? You know, like I said, it's our, our SEC teams. It's just, but we do have a really, really what it is. is if you look at the West, we all have really tough schedules because the West is really tough, and then we just had ended up pulling Florida and Vanderbilt on the road from the other side that that put a little bit on it but we'll uh we'll do some of our regular things we're gonna go to pearl you know a couple times we're gonna go to Bluxy. we have uh you know a couple home weekends here to start we kind of we kind of figured you know schedule wise we'd want to start here and stay here for a while the the Bluxy games and pearl games it's putting us a lot on the road so i'm probably not going out on the road early and we're gonna put our we're still waiting on one contract and then we're gonna put our schedule out so it'll be out here in the next week or so that that was, that was gonna be my next question do you have an idea of when the non-conference is going to be all wrapped up it'll so be you, it'll be pretty soon so, you know, so okay if you want to break any news for me coach I'm more than happy to to to, to let you do that if you, if you got anything you want to tell <laughs> There's us. not a lot of news we're going on our fall break starting Thursday so we're uh, we're taking the team we're taking them camping for a night. And then we're riding over and, and scrimmaging on Friday night at La Tech, and then we're going to play La Tech on Saturday. And uh, then we finish up the next Saturday at home, kind of finishing up our fall schedule and then get off the field and get these guys strong and, um, you know, try to correct some weaknesses. But not a lot of, not, not a lot of breaking news right now. We're just getting after it. Now, the group's been great. Been a, been a tough group. They've worked hard. And uh, we got a lot more work to do, though. You know, we're trying to – we met this morning just, you know, where do we have to improve in? What do we got to do? We got to, you know, last year we just gave up too many freebies. And it's just not the, just not the walk. You know, it's, it's the wild pitch and HB, you know, HBPs and wild pitches and, you know, stolen bases and just things like that that we're spending a lot of time on right now just to kind of tighten the ship, I guess, is the best way. But we have a fun, you know, one group we didn't talk about was our freshmen, and our freshman group's been pretty impressive to this point. So they're pushing on a lot of guys right now. You know, probably one of the best competitions on the field is David Mershon and Dylan Cup. Yeah. Because you know, Dylan, Dylan was Team USA shortstop, too. So you're seeing this dynamic out there every day, and it's a it's a great competition. They're both great kids. They're good friends. But they are, you know, y'all have seen David Mershon play, and Dylan Cup's very similar in terms of just the, the effort and the energy. You get that every day from these guys. So it's a lot of fun. You won a national championship two years ago. Obviously, these last two seasons have not gone the way you wanted them to. Oddly enough, Ole Miss wins a national championship. They have the exact same problem. I'm looking forward to LSU finishing last in the conference this year, I guess, is, is what I'm getting at. That would at. be nice. That, that would be nice, right? Like, <laughs> it would be funny, you know, it's if nothing else. a different dynamic. I'll be honest with you, from, from my side, it's been, been miserable. Yeah. Um, because you're used to winning. You know, like I, I think I said it you know, 18 months ago, we, you know, we were going to that season second in the country, and it's just been been just crazy you know and, and so uh, you know it's not it's not an easy process you know once you're down getting them back and getting them going and building momentum and that's what we have to do right now we just have to get out there and play good baseball that first month and and getting this team back to being confident and the attitude that you should have here at mississippi state that we're the best in the business and so uh, it, it has it's been a crazy year i'd love for lsu to be on bottom <laughs> i don't know if that's going to happen they're pretty good i don't so think so a, yeah <laughs> they have a good group but i didn't think ours was either you know, so you just never know in this game. You know, the healthier team is huge right now. So in the college game, so we we got to do a really good job of staying healthy and and showing up ready to compete every day. Well, last question then, and you sort of hit on it there. You you say you know you have to bounce back this year. Do you have the team yeah. to do it? Yeah, I think so. I think we have a we have a team that can go to Omaha. I truly believe it. we have some of the better hitters in the country, and we our staff has to come together and we have to figure out roles. But 
um, that's always our goal. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like our, you know, in 22, I really liked our team. We just, man, we got, we got beat up. Um, last year we were young. We kind of knew we were young. Um, uh, young's not an excuse because it's our job to be old. But, man, we, had, we played probably more young kids than anybody else in the league. And mm-hmm. they, they kind of took a, a beating in a little bit, but they're all back. And they're all really good players. And, and you know, I like them. I like our group a lot. Looking forward to it. Opening day won't be here. We'll be here before you know it in February. Coach Chris Lamotis, Mississippi State Baseball. Thanks so much for your time, Coach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Hell State. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.